Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Your first, like, love male experience. Yeah. And can I you, was in love. Yeah, all right. So can you explain? How we you, got, what? Yeah. No, I just want you to tell the story. Because Which one? I don't know I what just, you're talking I about. I want you to tell the story of your first completely falling and head, you head over here. sexual experience? I don't know which story you're trying to get me to tell. Give me a clue. Do the sexual. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a three-way. Right. <laughs> um, with a girl. Uh-huh. And we went away for the weekend. And um, Wait, what was her name? It was... Iris. Iris, yeah. Um, <laughs> you really love the Jews. Okay, um, so it's you, Iris. And Scott. Right. And Scott's um, not Jewish. No. Uh-huh. Um, but Scott's a Jewish name. All right, um, go ahead. So we went away for the weekend. We had, the, for some reason, the whole weekend off. Right. We went away, and we were in a hotel, and we got very drunk. And right. And it started, you know, but then Scott and I started, you know, which this tension right. had already been there. Right. Because when I moved to Nashville, right. I was living with three guys. Right. 
me and one guy were in one bedroom. Scott and the other guy were in another bedroom. And I was falling in love with him. We were in the same show. And one day I just switched the, the room. So no this way. Scott, I didn't, and this is, again, I th all the people in that house, on that apartment, were gay. And there was no mention. There was no discussion. I just switched, like, moved out the clothes, moved in the uh -huh. things. And it was never discussed. It just was. Wow. So anyway. This is the Opry. Opryland. Opryland, yeah. Yeah. Which was a theme park of musical shows. Right. Um, you can't know, and the whitest show in America. I know. I just I can't so, believe your parents. It's like, the, yeah. So anyway, we were able to express this thing. And Iris was, you know, she just went to the corner and had a cigarette. Right. Um, but well, that's it, what you're supposed to do after the... Yeah, but this was during. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, fuck, no one wants me. I, no, I'm not needed. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, and it was beautiful, and it was. But the hardest part, you know, was when I came back because I came back for like right. six months, and to not be able to share, right, that, the most extraordinary feeling yes. of my life because I was in love. It was my first right. love. That sent me into quite the lowness, the depression. The 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 idea that you are living another life and you can't say, I miss this person or oh my god, I'd do anything to see you right now or right. It, Or just it, share your joy. Right. Imagine. I it was know like some love and right. I didn't get to sing that song. Right, right. You it's just it I just remember that feeling of Oh, this is like it's like a want or I I just desire and it and felt it was pure and it right. was good and there was yeah and it was, was natural taboo. it was but natural. it was natural but it was forbidden right but it's a <clears throat> sin so that's very and confusing yeah. I know you know so I tried to uh, off myself yeah now the I never tried to off myself but I did get to the point where I was like. Oh, I could off myself. Mm -hmm. You know, like where mm -hmm. you you're like, oh, I see why people mm -hmm. do this. Um, but you're so. I wish you were in New York because then you could have, you know, been around people. All right, whatever. Right, right. Um, so just people that got a ding. No, I mean Jews. Because oh. um, <laughs> all everyone <laughs> in New people. York. Well, I, I just my mother grew up in New York City, and she said it would have been so much easier to bring me up in New York City than in New Jersey. Uh -huh. You know, and people always say, "How you been kids up in New York?" I'm like, I'm so glad because they're they're five years older than than most kids. That's they're true. so they've seen everything. They're fearless. Right. They take public transportation. Right. They right. see homeless people. They see Although I tell you my son's school, he was in pri uh, public school for the first 5 years uh -huh. and now we're in a private school. And but it's in the city. Uh -huh. So they take these walks to Hollywood cuz it's very all about, you know, being a Inclusion, citizen and all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's a great great school. And I'll be like, well, what did you do today? Well, we took a walk and I saw a man shit into a trash can. No. So, <laughs> so they do. Yeah, they It's say, not precious. Right, 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 right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but it's not New York. So you get to this very low place. Mm -hmm. How do you get yourself out of it? <clears throat> I mean, oh. you're young and you don't well, have the tools. Oh, my God. I mean, you have a tool, but no. Um, <laughs> um, I told this psychology teacher in my high school, I came out. Right. And he saved my life. And he said, there is nothing wrong with you. Oh, I love him. He said, 
you can't pick and choose elements of yourself and right. expect to be the same person. If right. you like yourself, then you have to embrace all of that. And it was, he said, where do you think your talent comes from? Where do you think your, your compassion and right. your, all these things, it's all part of one thing. Right. Oh my God. You know, he, it's he was brilliant. Why was he in Tulsa? He was in Sand, Sand Springs even. Uh, no, Sand but, Springs. But he also meant, said yeah. to me, if you ever, ever come to this place again, come to call me. me. Yeah. And he said, I will be very sad and very angry with you if you don't call me. Wow. And uh, he saved my life. He totally saved my life. What was his name? Wayne McDowell. And I didn't see him for 30 years or more. I guess it was more. Maybe. I went back when I was doing the book tour. Right. Ham. And I was doing, it was before the play happened. Right. And it was, I was uh, redoing songs with reading in theaters. And I tracked him down and found him. And he came to the show. And oh my God, to see him uh, and to be able to hug him. And you said thank, thank him. Did he remember? <clears throat> of course. He's, yes, he remembered. But he said, Sam, <clears throat> you would have been fine. You were a survivor. You would... I said, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't feel that at that time. And it's amazing. Teachers, you know? I know. I remember Mr. Weinfeld. Thank God <clears throat> I could go. He, God rest his soul. He got hit by a car trying to save his kid. Oh, my um, God. I know. Um, Is that for the kid? <laughs> well, he was Jewish and the okay. kid was <laughs> But he, thank God I could go in his office and escape mm -hmm. like the fucking torture. And, and he appreciated me. Yeah. It just takes one. Right. To say, I see you. Star Search. 1984. Uh-huh. Three and four, I think. Three and four, yeah. Yeah. First of all, I, people do not realize, pre-American fucking idol, mm -hmm. Star Search... And, and pre-cable. So this is right. all people are watching. You have the choice of 2, 4, 7, 9, 11, 13. It was like 25 or 30 million people a week. Right. And which we don't see today. No. I mean, if people get like 2 or 3 million, they're like, hit. Right. Um, you go on Star Search. Wait, so how old are you? You're 20. 22. Okay. Yeah. You're so cute. <laughs> with your little long fucking my mullet mullet hair uh, <laughs> terrible uh, <laughs> terrible um what's the first song you sang i am changing from dream from girls dream girls oh but here's the thing if you look at the, ah! <laughs> if you look at the songs i sang yeah. on that show it's gayer than the but it's gay not only gay yeah it's about triumph over adversity right, right. it's about yes. being yours i shall be released right i it's my turn right you know these songs that i sang that every single one was this plea right and this hope over right. the fucking rainbow i know you know and god bless the child right these songs that when i look at that it's like oh my god I was really saying, right? I, do, I wasn't conscious of that, right? I didn't know that. But they were—they're th the, like the fucking eleven o'clock. You—I've got to be me. Right, it was right, like, right, right. <laughs> that's what it was. And, you're and people fucking, responded to it. And this voice is coming out of this like boy. You were a boy. I was a little boy. So after, you know what, Judy? What? Thanks about the voice, but you know, 
and I'm not being, uh, I consider myself a storyteller. Right. That's what I am. I tell stories with music and without. And whatever Star Search was or the things is I try in my craft to be as honest and authentic and tell a it personal shows. story. It shows. And I think that from the people that, you know, some of my very favorite artists, they're not great vocalists necessarily. Right, but... But they move me and they make me think or cry or right. something. Meanwhile, there's a lot of extraordinary instruments that do not move me at all. Right. And so I'll be like, isn't that impressive? Right. But it doesn't affect me. Right, right. I get so, that. Yes. I do think of myself but don't, as... But don't most vocal teachers try to say to you, you tell, tell the story in the song? I mean... I don't know about that. Really? I think most I mean, there's some technical... Do, t- teaching you to sing technically. Right, but I... I mean, I'll go to... When I do a master class or uh-huh. something... These kids, because we are in a day of The Voice and American Idol, <clears throat> where they think that it's about just vocal right. power Prowess. and tricks yes. and all that stuff. And you will be, I remember this one <laughs> college I was at, and this girl was singing something from Beauty and the Beast or whatever. And she was sitting in a chair, and it was empty. It was completely vapid. And I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. Where, where are you? Where do you see yourself? And she went, in the castle? Oh, I said, God. I, I said, fucking... do you live in a castle? Do you live in right. a castle? Because how the fuck do you know? I didn't say it like that. <laughs> but it's like, I said, where are you living? What's your truth? What story are you trying to say? She was trying to imitate a cartoon character. Oh, you Elsa. know what I mean? Yeah. And so that to me is what this whole thing is about. Whether I'm writing or I'm singing or I'm acting or it's really about telling a story. Saying something that is very specific to me that hopefully is universal enough for everyone to have their version of that story. Right. And that's what comedy is, too. Oh, the tr- comedy truth. Comedy is these specifics about your life right. that everyone can relate to in their version. Right. And you're telling it, it's a surprise. You're looking, yeah. you're seeing something from a whole other right. perspective, something that you can relate to. It's like to. me, too. Right. Yes. So, Not me too, but me too. When you <laughs> hashtag me too. When you did your first song on American Idol, the first time you performed Star Search, but so, yes. I mean Star Search. Sorry. Yeah. What did they say to you, Bax? Did anyone say, "Oh my God, you're going to win this fucking thing"? I don't think so. I mean, first of all, this was remember this was also in a time where there wasn't the machine around the show. We wore what we wanted. We, mm-hmm. I sang what I wanted. Nobody was grooming me or taking music from a yes. catalog. Yes. So I sang songs that were important to me, but I also, you know, I dressed a little funkily. I wore the that the long... the, the, the tail coat yes. and and high top sneakers and yes. baggy nineteen forties pants and a little dicky, you know, under it and. I remember when I brought that in, they were like, what? What is, you know? And, but they, they but let the me. But the confidence that me. you had to be who you are. Yeah, but there's an, there's a ignorance is bliss. Yes, thing yes, too. yes. Because now I would be like, well, I would overanalyze it. Right. What should I do? What I should know I that do? innocence. Did, you know, there's a like, well, this is just what I do. And I had been really creating that that style and that persona and those clothes and everything in this little 50-seat theater thing that I did, you know, at like 11 o'clock. Right. 
that I was paid $7 for, you know, and that's where, that's the other thing is I, even though I was very young, I got to, I was in places where I could fail. I was in, you know, where are those places now? Oh, there aren't any. Where do you fail? Where do you go you and have try to, something and fail as a singer, as a comedian, And it's horrible for comics, yes. And that's what I got to do, <clears throat> is go in with other people who were trying to and fail. You know, sing it bad. It's the only sing, way to learn. It's the only way to learn. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So your father during this whole uh, um, star search. So proud. Just. So proud. And your mother. Kvelling. And then you win. And then I win. And did you know all along you were going to win? No. I mean, as the show progressed, it became, you know, I remember Brad Garrett, because he was on the show that year, and he would say, welcome to the Sam Harris show. You know, it became that. Yes. Um, And were you taking it in, going, I deserve this? Could you walk down the street? No, I was too terrified. You were terrified. I was terrified. Did people recognize you? Oh, God, yes. Once it started airing, it got crazy. Um. But no, I was just too terrified. And then it wasn't only, am I going to be able to maintain this? Am I going to be able to top this? Am I going to be better? Or am I going to, am I going to disappoint everyone? Oh, I you know. know. You put that shit on you. When in the beginning, you're like, just, oh, let's just let's do just this. Sing. Let's just open my mouth. 
I just, you just want to keep that and forever. I would never pick songs in advance because I didn't want to, you know, give overthink Kanahara, it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, not overthink it. Like, you know, yeah, jinx myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I haven't thought about this shit in years. I know, Judy. but it's fascinating. So, you win. Yeah. And your career. You know, it was definitely a huge launching pad for touring and for records and stuff like that. But, and I love making records and I love making music, but I love... The theater. I love the theater. I know, me too. And you know what I really love? I love rehearsing. If I could only rehearse... Uh, You know, rehearsing is so fun. Sometimes I'm in a rehearsal and I pinch myself like, look what I get to do. Yeah, to make it better, to think about it, to not feel judged. Because I'll I'll tell you a little secret that Mm -hmm. I don't often share. I have a lot of trouble getting on stage. Wow. I am terrified to go on. I have horrible stage fright. No. I want to throw up. I say to myself every time, why are you torturing yourself? Why do you do this? What are you thinking? The torture that I go through. But once you, I get on. You're fine. You're the I'm most fine. comfortable. For the, once, if I'm living and everything is great, uh-huh. the voice is, it's a, the, you know, the moisture's in the air. If ever, and it's, it's, you know, it's euphoric for me. It's you can do no wrong. It's the most joyful, actually, we're my most self. Danny always says to me, if I want to know what's going on in your life, I'll come see a show. Because I tell things on the stage oh, that I would never say. I feel say. so comfortable yeah, on stage I say anything. Yes. I tell my everything. Like we're talking about antidepressants, yes. right? Wow. Um, but I wouldn't say that to a stranger sitting at a dinner. Right. <laughs> but I'll say it. Probably. I would. That's the right. difference. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, but it's hard for you, me to get on stage. You didn't always have that. Stage fright? No. no there was you, a time the, in my life like where were you having I that? couldn't wait to get on Same. and say, watch out, motherfuckers. I Here still I feel like that. Do you? Good for you. I just I used to c- drive around parking lots and grocery stores and sing out the window of my car to see if anybody would go like, oh, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> but then That's hilarious. the downside of that was I was afraid that if somebody hadn't heard me sing, that they wouldn't like me or be interested in me. Right. That was so the only thing So it was very important. You. If I would meet someone or, that I, you know, they needed to know that part because I felt like, oh, well, then they'll, then they'll like me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're so messed up. I know, but it's fucking the society we grew up in. You think? How do you meet y- your lover? Your husband. And you are, are you drinking at this time? I know you. You mean right now? I'm having a little coffee. We're having coffee, but you're, (laughs) you don't drink anymore. No. Um, But you did enjoy. A a libation. Yes. Certainly. Yes. Yes. Now, how do you meet Danny? Danny and I were in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat Broadway. That's good. <laughs> you can't really ignore yeah, that that's one. that's right. <laughs> um, uh, in the Broadway National Tour, mm-hmm. and I was Joseph, and he was <clears throat> Danny Jacobs' son. His part was Daniel. No. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I mean, when I saw him, I thought he was beautiful and funny and wonderful. Um, however, I was in a relationship. Really? With another person in the cast? or No, no. With a 10-year relationship in Los Angeles. You're fucking long-term-y. I love I it. I've I never love not that. been in a I'm relationship. I'm like that, too. It's yeah. like, I just, you know what? I don't want to go... I no, no, I've never, ever really dated. 
I mean, never. I did for a couple years and I hated it. I don't think I, it's why it's I stay good with Danny. You're, it's the only reason we're together. But shut up. But he <laughs> fucking loves you. Oh I my love God. Him so much. The and he's love. He's the greatest dad. He's the greatest guy. He's a great guy. So I mean, do, certainly we have our thing. Okay. But so how do you break up with the other person and then. Painfully. Painfully. And Danny and I were trying to stay at bay. And, did you. All right. Did you. What? You cheated on the other person. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did the other person cheat on you? Mm-mm. So you felt like shit. Mm-hmm. But it was a kind of like, and of course everybody thought, you know, my dresser was like, why are you ruining your life over a chorus boy? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thought it would be this fling, this right. sort of like, you know, <clears throat> Sam needs to feel sexy or Sam needs to, he's, you know, he's out on the road in this bubble. Because right. when you're on tour, you live in a vacuum. People don't <clears throat> understand. Like, you know, <clears throat> You'll read about so and so fell in love with so and so on the movie set. Right. It's because you're in this fucking. You don't. Nothing goes yes. on. You don't read a newspaper. There's nothing. It's you're all, just, and that's your whole. That's incestuous. your family. You know, Elisa is always like, like I'll see someone I was on the road with. You know, we did some gig together somewhere, and you know, the bonding is like, oh my god, uh, uh, like unlike anything. So I'll see someone I maybe she's never met because mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in forever. They moved, whatever. And I'll be like, oh my God, I love you so much. Love you. I love you. And she does not get the, what do you mean you love them? Right. And I'm like. You haven't seen you them. Don't, you don't, <laughs> I know. you. I don't even know who they are. I'm like, but we had this intensive bond. It's true. Like, and you have, a, they have a special place in. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. At least and I'm it, in touch it, with some of those people. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, you know, with a, with a Broadway thing. Too. Oh, it yeah. It becomes your family. Yeah. Because and they know you're every all intimate sort of common cause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we sort of, Danny and I sort of pushed it back until I could resolve my relationship or kill right. is another word. Um, and that guy, his name was Ed, is, he's not dead. And he was, he is a wonderful, wonderful man. I mean, a wonderful man, smart and sweet and so like and my intellectual superior so i was always learning mm-hmm. and i was um <clears throat> but danny and i had this thing and of course it turned out not to be a fling because we've been together for 25 years what is does ed have a a lover um i i do not think so but that I okay don't know what his business is oh so <clears throat> you meet danny you fall in love you gotta tell this joe allen story Oh so, my God! So for everyone who doesn't know, Joe Allen, I mean that's my favorite. Like that's my it's New York. That's where I New met Elisa. Really? Yes, at the bar at Joe Allen. So and I get the La Scala salad. I it's fuck, the only thing I've wait, ever had. Wait, that and a burger. Okay, wait. Can I just tell you something? What? This is what you have to do with the La Scala salad. Okay. You get balsamic on the side and blue cheese blue dressing cheese. on the side, and then you take all the blue cheese off and put it the into top. The- and you put it in the, oh! oh! I love the blue cheese dress. Oh! But I like it. Yeah. Okay, and the bread? <laughs> the bread. The bread is like, come on my face, bread. Yeah. Okay, so you're sitting, uh, you go to Joe Allen with yeah. Danny. Yeah. We uh, were celebrating something, I think. But we had like our table. Yes, because I we always go in the back, the yeah. <clears throat> is, yeah. Do you go in the back by the kitchen? I know. I go in the back on the bar side. Oh. In that back table. Whatever. I go so, to the other ta- other side. Well, That's my table. The anyway. big brown one. <laughs> okay. By the kitchen. Can you just say, my favorite table is the one by the kitchen. What the fuck? I always That's get that table. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so you go in. So we're having dinner, 
And at the next table, a bunch of queers, press, right, press queers, and they're drunk and they're loud and they're knocking everybody and talking about how fat Patty Lapone's ankles are or whatever, right? Just and just mocking, just just nasty and loud, right? And and Danny, no, I, yes, I lean over and I don't know who it is, uh, by the way, just drunk, drunk people, and I went shh, and one person says. I've just been I've just been shushed by a star search winner. And he gave this uh, and Danny said, "Excuse me. Can I talk to you?" He goes, "I'm eating my dinner." Danny grabbed him by the throat in a whatever that's called a lock, yeah, an arm a lock, headlock head yeah. and drags him out of Joe Allen out the front door as this like knight in and you're shining sitting, armor. And I'm and sitting there and I look and I realize it's Michael Riedel. Who's Michael Riedel, if you don't know, is one of the most influential and powerful uh, columnists. He's At the Post. Post, New York Post. And always knows everything, makes and breaks careers. And right. he's actually a brilliant man. He's right. smart. He knows his stuff. He loves Broadway. Right. He's not just nasty. He's like actually Like John knows. Simon. Oh, no, dead, yeah. dead. Oh. Okay. Um, it was yeah. Now, that's, no, was he? Because it was J O H N. I don't know. Can you be Simon? All right, I'll do Neil. a half a one. Ding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh my god, it's Michael Riedel. My career is over. Right. And he'd always been kind to me. My career is over. So they're outside. The police come. Does he hit him? No. The police come. Danny cools off. Everything is fine. They both come back in and... They, and they start clapping. Everyone. Yes, oh, I forgot that. Every, when Danny walks in, everyone starts clapping. They comped our meal. It was like a whole thing. And so when I wrote the book and I wanted to put this story... Oh, no, 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 no. Best, best, best. So that night, mm-hmm. my phone, you know, we had voice, you know, we had voice you machines. You had answering machines. And answering machines. 4,000 calls from the West Coast, even. like every, Because you know, it was in the paper. Not yet. It oh. was that night when I got home. Two hours later. Oh, other it people. It had already spread yes, yes, the word. Yes. And at the time, I had this publicist. Did you, did you ever know Judy Jacksina? No. <laughs> she was kind of like your mother. She Is was she, like, oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway, um, she, she called. She goes, it's over. It's, you should pack, go. You never- no way. <laughs> And she says, it's, I'm, I know it's going to be in the post tomorrow. It's going to... So the next morning, I get up early. You know, I throw on a uh, coat and go down to the corner bodega. And um, I get the post. Right. And I'm looking through, you know, page six, which I never understood why it's not on page six. But anyway, <laughs> I'm reading, right? It's always I on know, 13. That's true. <laughs> so I see nothing because it's always boldface, the names. I see nothing. Then I look down, and it's a whole article. Broadway Fight Night at Joe Allen uh, by Michael Riedel. <laughs> oh, God. So terrified, terrified. And then, I don't remember how we made up. Maybe you do if you read the, the story. But he apologized. He apologized. Actually, he apologized. He might have apologized that in the night. article. Oh, in the Just article. something okay. about, but he called it my, my hunky... Danny is the same size as me. We're little. Right. Hey, everyone. You know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed 
a packet of liquid IV because I love liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDYGOLD at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. I just have to talk about two or three other things because okay. you're talked out and you have rehearsal and you have yeah. a fucking big show and you're fucking talent. You're so fucking talented. I love ta- you. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Well, you know, every, I, when I see you, I mean, you kill me. You kill oh, me. Oh, I love you. You do. Thank you. Yeah, it was so nice of you guys to come to my show. Nice of us. I couldn't Whatever. wait. I can't wait to go to your show. Wait, I, have to, okay. I think I have to go Wednesday. Okay. okay. So... Cooper. So you you married Danny in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. You uh, had Cooper first. Uh, I mean, yes, just yes. Uh, you, you blah blah blah. Yeah, you, you have Cooper, but you used to come to P Town mm-hmm. before you had Cooper and play with my kids. Yes, and yes. like it was so natural. And then... Well, do you remember when we lived in New York? Yes, we babysat yes, ben, ben, and he peed on yes. our carpet. Right. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) only a gay guy, only a gay guy. You were so, all right. So then you you adopt Cooper. Was it easy or was it? It was so easy. I mean, we hear about people that wait two years. Right, right. It took me two years to get Danny on board. Right. So that wasn't easy. But once we were on board... And then we did all the applications and the four million things and the, right. oh my God. I, so that was like in October. Right. And we had our birth mother in February. Mm-hmm. That's fast. That is That's fast. Less than less than gestation. And, and she, uh, you know, we moved to Los Angeles for the last six weeks and mm-hmm. we got to care for her and take care of her. Aww. And I love this woman so much. 
I love her so Does much. Does she have a relationship with Cooper? Not yet. No. Someday. Yeah. I did the same thing. I said, you know, when you're 18, you can explore whatever you want. And neither kid We're has asked interested. for a fucking thing. Like, they've been contacted. Oh, really? And they have no interest. Well, whatever, he, it's his story. And whatever yeah. he wants to do is fine. Right. And it would not be a sad thing to me. I wouldn't imagine that it's like, oh, he needs, he's, we're not enough. Right. No. No. He can be curious. He, right. If he wants to do it, then he should do it. Right. But it's like, right now, we made this pact, and we are going to raise you. Right. And then, unfortunately, we have to let you go. And unfortunately, you're straight, so you're going to get married to a woman, and I'm never going to fucking see you again. Okay? That's my, I can't, with them and their girlfriends. I can't. So, and Henry babysat Cooper. Yes. It's just a full I know, circle. right? Our oh babies. <laughs> Cooper's 11, so he's starting to enter. He's the tween, so... You know, it's getting ready. They, getting they get ready. To I'm going to be calling you. Assholes. Yeah. No, they're just assholes. They become assholes. And like they think they know everything. It's like, shut the fuck up. But you know what? I bet you're going to have a reaction when you're 15. What do you mean a reaction? Because you're going to see your son at 15 oh. and then and then you're going to. Should gonna, I let him go? <laughs> and then you're going to be like, I, no, because no. you know what you're going to do? You're going to go, I can't fucking believe my, my parents right. let me go. Right. Okay. So. You don't drink anymore. Mm-mm. That was a journey. <laughs> it was, indeed. Uh, do you miss it? How long have you been so bad? 16 bare? years. Wow. Um, do I miss it? I don't miss it. I don't miss what my life was like. Were I don't you miss drinking the all the time? Yeah. I mean, I was During never, the day? Not, re- not really. Right. Um, at times. But my life got very small and very, very sad. Right. You know, it's a simple word, but oh, it's a, you know. And uh, I don't miss that, certainly. I think there's sometimes, and you know what it's like, I, you, know what I, you know what I occasionally miss is like cute drinks. Right. You know. Like the. Like something with an umbrella. Yeah, like mojito or, <laughs> like, a, or like, um, right. uh, what's that one? The rum one, the fucking. I don't know. There's so many new yeah, ones I now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But yeah, that I miss. Like if we're on vacation or right. if we're having Mexican food, I'll be right. like, oh, wouldn't it? And I get those virgin margaritas, right. which is just sugar. It makes yeah. you throw up. But you're, does Danny drink? Yeah. And is that weird? Um, No. It's, I really. have so many friends like you. And I'm like, yeah. because sometimes I go, maybe I should just stop drinking. But I, and then I'm like, but I just, I'm not an alcoholic. I right. just enjoy like my wine with my dinner and, you know. Well, see, but that's great if you can do that. Right. But then I feel I bad. At, yeah. Then I feel bad for my friends who are like, I know they wish they could have. Well, they maybe wish they could have, but the problem, of course, the definition of an alcoholic is right. someone who can't just have one. Right, right. You know, it's way easier to abstain than to moderate. Right. That we can't, we can't moderate. So... Now, yeah, I mean, your career has gone. You have had all over the place, all over, and you have up and down, baby. But never up stop working. Never stop creating. Never, never stop creating. Right. I will say that, and I create for myself. That's and reinvent myself. Right. That is the key. as you do as right. do you. I do the same thing. Part of me resents that I have to do it, mm-hmm. but then part of me is like, oh my god, I get to do this whole new right. But. Then but I look at these other people who are like sitting on a pretty series for twelve years, right? And they right. went to syndication. They don't have to do anything. Right. It's like I have to do it, right? 
Um, but I, you want to do it, and you get to be your own boss and your own person. I have a new project that I can't talk about yet, but it's a TV thing that I created that I'm just in the middle of a great negotiation on. And, and there's a tall Jewish lesbian? There could be. Yeah! There could be! Yeah. <laughs> um, there really could be. Oh, yeah, anyway, I love that. Anyway, that is a great idea. Thank anyway, you. Um, and I think about, you know, I, when Danny and I had Cooper, I made a conscious choice to not... We traveled to not be on tour. And I had a couple of offers to do whatever or go on tour with a show or go to New York. And I wanted to be a parent who was present. Danny travels all the time every week. And his business is hugely successful and he is the product. So he's gone a lot. He's the greatest dad. He's not one of those people that gets home and says, I need to recover. He jumps in. He's He's great dad. But I, Cooper is 11 now. And I was thinking, wow, when this happens, I'm going to be working 14 hours a day. I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be in. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait. It's my turn. I know. It's my it's turn. It's my <laughs> turn. I love no. that you have a song for everything. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a gay man. Um, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, because you spend so much time. First of all, after 12, they don't even want to fucking see you. Right. He doesn't so, know. And, so it's the perfect time. I was leaving to New York. It's right. like, ah. Bye. <laughs> and you have FaceTime now and all right. that shit. And I gave up so much because I, I wanted to wanted be present. To. Yep. Um, and I'm sure it had a major effect on my career, but I would not give up that time for Anything. I had a, a friend actually who said when I said we were having a kid, yeah. who said, "This is going to ruin your career. You're, everything's going to come to a standstill, and everything that you've been growing to be, and all this stuff." And I got so upset because it was the only person who wasn't really happy for me. Right. And part because of it was they're because they're unhappy. Do they have kids? No. Yes. And are they all no. obsessed with their career? Yes. Okay. There you go. It was all about them. Yeah. And so I think, okay, well, maybe that's true to a degree. But what I have and what I feel, oh my I didn't God. know I could love like this. I know. It's amazing. It's beyond. I love those kids. And if they, I'm such, I feel like such a doormat, but if they're like, listen, I'm going to come home for five minutes and say, I'm like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I take whatever right. the fuck I can get from them. Yeah. Cooper, um, Cooper called, wait, I just be brief. Cooper was with two friends the other night who lived just up the block. And he calls me and he says, I just want you to know that I have a bad feeling. I don't know what it is. It's just a bad vibe. And so I wanted to call and tell you I love you. <gasps> I love it. And then 20 minutes later, he calls and the two friends, the three friends are walking around the neighborhood, but it's getting dark. <gasps> Someone's following us. Someone's oh following God, us. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he was fucking with me. Right. He wasn't. They were serious because they had turned this feeling, right. you know, into this the drama. And this. what do I do? Get in the car. I get in the car <laughs> and I'm going to pick him up because in the off chance that someone is going right. to stab my child, I can't be like, <laughs> I thought he was kidding. Yeah. And of course I get in the car and two minutes later, never mind, you don't have to come and get us. God damn it. <laughs> you needed me. I know. I know. Okay, so you're doing this show. First of all, everyone get this book, Ham. It's so good. Thank you. It's so, so good. Much. It's so good. It's so good. Um, the new show you're doing at Studio. Well, first of all, from the book came, came Ham the, the play, play, which we did yeah. in New York, LA, and then right. filmed. Right. And it's going to be, we have a distributor. It is so gorgeous, Judy. It's so beautiful. It's just beautifully filmed and done. And I've had the same musical director for almost 30 years, Todd Schroeder, brilliant, brilliant man. 
No. 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 Todd. No. All right, I take that back. Um, <clears throat> Todd is Jewish. I know. Yes, I know a lot of Jewish Todds. I know a lot of not Jewish Todds. Okay, whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, it's a biracial thing. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so we filmed it. It is stunning. It's going to be somewhere soon. We haven't. I'm just getting finishing all the little rights and stuff, but. I'm so proud of it, and it is so beautiful, and it's a motherfucker of a show. Like, I could not do that eight times a week. Right. It's too much. It's a lot. And so to have it, to, for people to see, mm-hmm. you couldn't see it live and preserved, I want you to see it. I'll send you a link. I can't wait. Uh, and the show you're doing at 54 Below? Is everything. I mean, oh. you know, it's all kinds of music and stuff and a few surprises. And, oh, you're so And good. I can't wait. Um, and I love that venue. I love that. I feel like I'm with Ricky and Lu- Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> At the Copa. Yeah. What it was called? Yeah. Just the, the Copa. Was it the Copa Cabana? It no. was, uh, I no. don't know. Whatever. They recreated it in uh, at the. Um, the Comedy Museum in. They did? Where Lucy's from, yeah. Which is a great museum, by the way. In Jamestown? Yes, in Jamestown. God, you're good. <laughs> um, I always ask. My guess, one final question. Uh Uh-oh. Because, you know, the name of the podcast is Kill Me Now Mm because I fucking get so aggravated over it. About things. Right. Um, Like we we were talking earlier about the um, good... It was a good show. Um, Like they they have reservations. This is the other thing I can't stand. When people... I get off stage and people go, oh, you are are tall. (laughs) What, did I fucking make it up? What, right. like, oh, you, oh, you are, you right. didn't look tall on stage. Yeah, because there's nothing there but a mic, you fucking asshole. Well, I get the opposite. Oh, get, you are I, short? I get, uh, no, I get, I thought you were taller. Oh, You're so God. Little. Fuck I don't you, care you whatever fucking they think. piece of shit. <laughs> um, so. so what pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? More than anything in the well, world? What, all right, just not, what pisses me off. What makes you fucking crazy where you're just like, I fuck, I just like, I can't put up with this Several shit. Several things. Okay, go. Slow pedestrians. Oh, I can't. Who look at you in the eye with no sense of urgency and wa- in L.A. and walk across the street, and I want to be like, I am in a two-ton fucking machine that could kill you. Right. You should move across the street. <laughs> you should move. What else like, drives get, me take crazy? Take your fucking. Elisa calls them. They don't live to move. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also that I of like, eh, I'm gonna take yeah, my time. Yeah, well, to, and who lives? Don't right. have a place if to I go? see someone who's trying to, I move. I let them know that right. I respect them. It's uh, like people who get in their car in a parking, a crowded parking lot, and get on their texts. Right. I've gone to. I'm like, yeah. this is not your office. Right. This is not get your. Get the fuck out of the spot. <laughs> I'm waiting okay, here. Now you know, just hit me in my head. What, what I hate so much. I hate the words. No problem. Oh. Because it's like if I go into Starbucks. Right. And I order a coffee, and they're like, no problem. And I'm like, why should it be a problem? Right. I didn't order veal parmesan. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's coffee, no and problem. I'm at Starbucks. That's right, it's not a fucking problem. And no worries. No worries. No worries. No worries. The driver, you know, I need to go to whatever, yeah. 59th and Broadway, no worries. No, should I have done. been worried? <laughs> Did you have a DUI? Should I have been concerned? <laughs> I hate that. I can't, I can't, I can't. I hate people in general. <laughs> And I That's hate that mother. Question. I know. That's a great question. It's, I do. I love it. Because fuck, it's like, oh. You, all right, this is my last one. Okay. When you're at the airport. This is your at, fourth last one. All right. And you're on the people mover. Yeah. 
and you're walking with your luggage and someone is standing in that left lane yep. where you're supposed to be able to walk. First of all, why are you standing on a people with like, what? You have nothing? You're going to let the fucking ground move you <laughs> when you could walk faster because you you're a fucking lazy fucking piece of shit. It's supposed to improve your walk. It's supposed right. to accelerate your walk. Right. It's supposed it's to not, get you're not you supposed there to, faster. You're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to, to lay down. There. I know. Exactly. No, that is very oh, annoying. God, I can't. I'm so mad I know. Now. You should see her face right now. Uh, she's Judy is yeah, just, just, she's, just... It's too much. She's overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> I, first of all, I can't thank you enough. You, uh, you are, too. No, I adore you. I adore, I adore you. you. I adore Danny. I adore Cooper. Where can people find you? And what you're touring? I'm in Susie Dietz's kitchen. No, <laughs> is it is it samharris.com? Samharris.com. Yeah, to get Sam your book or see what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's the Facebook thing and right. all that I, stuff. I feel like I gotta get off Facebook because I hate Mark fuck fucking cunt. So I know. Zuckerberg. It's hard. He's meeting with Trump. What's that? Because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Well. It's for us, though. The Facebook is for it's the for old people. It's for our ancient, ancient yeah. people. I know, because every time I the say to Ben or Henry, I go, oh, what's so-and-so's last name? He, and he's like, Mommy, no one's on Facebook, okay? No you one. know what the best part of that story is? What? He calls you Mommy. mommy I know. <laughs> they both do. That's so sweet. I know. My, you know Cooper calls me when he can't what? get my attention? Sam. Now, oh, they do that, too. And I don't mind it. Danny hates it. He will not take it. He goes. So what? Who's he? he he's he, Papa or Pop, and I'm Daddy, Daddy or Dad. Okay. I don't get Daddy so much anymore unless oh, he really wants something. Oh, really? Yeah, Daddy. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? No, sure. you. No, you sure. can't have an advance. Oh, really? <laughs> allowance. Oh, it's awful. It's just like it's they the fucking greatest. pull your hearts. I know. Yeah, and I love but it. But this is what they do. They call up their friends. They're like, because we're divorced, so it's like, hey, can you meet me? Judy's. I'm a Judy's. <laughs> yeah, meet me at the crib at Judy's. <laughs> um, I can't thank you enough. You, I've been dying to do this. I've been as wanting you know. to. Um, you're just a fucking. If you don't, if just watch. If you were born after Star Search, just go on YouTube. It's so amazing. Your talent. Wow. It's, you. You're fucking great, and your book is fucking great too. Thank and, you. Um, I just love and I you. can't wait to read yours. Oh please! Thank now I feel like I have this. to Finally, go back. We got it together. I know. And then we had the and scare. we kind of didn't have it together. But um, <laughs> thank you to Sam Harris, Mwah. and I love you. And as we always say, so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.